Hey everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is April 9th, 2020. This is Season 2, Episode 34. We are coming live to you from our homes. Hope everyone's having a great uh, day, week, everything out there as best you can. Uh, joined, of course, uh, kind of down the road by Clinton Brower. How are you, Clinton? I'm doing well. I am doing well. Just kind good of hanging out. Here, you know? Good. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, and, and in New York City, Neil Brower. How are you, Neil? What up? From the hey, epicenter. Hey. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm doing great. I'm done working from home. But yeah. uh, I'm safe and healthy and can't complain. You're done working from home? No, I mean like... For the day? Mentally. Oh, I see. Mentally, I I do not want to do this. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Um, Some days I'm like, I wish I could just get in the office and get stuff done. And some days I'm like, it's nice being here. Uh, I have given up on my quarantine facial hair. I have just looked, decided it's just not going to happen for me. I don't have the genes. I don't grow hair in a lot of spaces on my face. So it's done. I have rage quit the facial hair. (laughs) Was that a thing? Well, that, on the other hand, yours like sculpted today. It's not. It's pretty lopsided. This side's a lot longer than this side. Okay. <laughs> you see it? I can't even. I can't even see Clinton. Clinton just looks like a manatee to me. Oh, well, I got him. That's all, I got awfully him. rude, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the picture you chose as your avatar. He's the only man I to see. Okay, we're done, guys. It was nice to see you all. Uh, we'll be Neil, back you should write. Maybe you should write next for week. Crossing. Maybe not. <laughs> Neil's got to write for Animal Crossing. That was a classic Animal Crossing kind of style joke. Uh, speaking of Animal Crossing, what has everybody been playing? Animal Crossing. Yeah, I've been playing Animal Crossing. I'm assuming we had Clinton's birthday party in game. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I got so drunk in Animal Crossing. It was great. <laughs> you drinking island juice? Drinking that island juice. Living on Jimmy Buffett time, man. <laughs> Dan, we uh, can hear ourselves through you. Uh-oh. So well, we're going to take weird. a quick break and we'll figure that out. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back. Um, we're talking about Animal Crossing. We had Clinton's birthday party we did. in there. Um, it was fun because the way that Animal Crossing is, you know, you kind of do your own thing. And Clinton came up with a lot of fun ideas. Um, so, Clinton, why don't you just kind of explain the things that we did at your party? I don't remember. Dan, I was drunk. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll, for the last week or so, I just didn't pick any fruit and let them grow on trees and then shook some trees. So, there was just fruit on the ground as well and then fruit in the trees. Uh, and then I had everyone collect as many fruits as they could, and whoever got the most fruits would take all of the fruits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were all running around collecting fruits, uh, and meanwhile, one of them went into the shop and just bought all of the fruit <laughs> they could, and he he ended up winning. Uh, I think he had a hundred, just shy of a hundred fruit by the yeah. uh, by the end of it. <clears throat> so after he ran, I give him five minutes. So after he ran around and collected as many as he could, he went to the shop and bought a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next p- closest person was like forty less than him. So right, it was yeah. it was a uh, successful strategy. Uh, yes. Then we played hide and seek for probably twenty minutes. Yep. Which was a lot of fun. We played. We played well, we played the zombies version. Yeah. Where once you get tagged, what we did, we did no hats and hat. Once you got tagged, you had to put a hat on and you were a zombie. Mm-hmm. And you yep. had to run around and find the other hiders and the last hider of all. Um, and then we did a fishing contest. We all had five minutes to catch the best fish we could. Mm-hmm. And someone looked up the prices for each fish and whoever had the most expensive fish won. Um, we did the musical chairs. Yeah, that was oh, a lot of fun. I had cut a bunch long. of trees down, so there were just a bunch of uh, uh, trees with no Stumps. tree. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> uh, and then we uh, found a video on YouTube that had like automatic pauses in it and played musical chairs. Yeah, because we were all talking through Discord. Yeah. Um. The and... best part about that was how hard it is to sometimes sit down yeah. and yes. get your character to do what you want them to do. 
So there was, yep. three, there was two or three people rotating around one stunt, just going, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun though like we were just kind of talking over discord and drinking and playing animal crossing i came home with a couple new fish i didn't have because clinton's islands in the southern hemisphere so it was fun yeah clinton laid out cupcakes for everybody that was very nice there was a birth everybody brought a present and wrapped yep. it put it on a table uh, yeah. i made an obstacle course for two of the there was another birthday boy so we had them compete for a prize Oh, and then we played uh, the digging one. Yeah, the digging game. It was essentially <laughs> Minesweeper. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing, one item you picked up, I think it was like a sand dollar, was a shot. And then there were some things that were like three drinks, some things were one drink, and some things were nothing. And yeah. that's where I got a little hazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Was I had fun. a lot of fun. Yeah. I, Everyone was like, I expected it to be like a 20-minute thing. We'd all get in there. We'd all like give presents, and then it'd be like, all right, cool. But we ended yeah. up hanging out for like three and a half, four hours, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, as far as Animal Crossing, I've been playing a little bit every day. Um, and it looks like Neil has it as well. I don't, Clinton, if you check your board, you have to tell us if you have it, where there's a fishing contest on this, this Saturday. Yeah, I think that's everyone has that. Nice. That's cool. I'm excited for that. Um, other than that, I started playing a little game that I used to play back in the day called Hearthstone. He's shooting it up straight to his veins, <laughs> boys. <laughs> they have done sweeping changes to the game. They added a new character. The new character is so came out yesterday. Wait, no, came out Tuesday. Was so overpowered he has been nerfed as of today. Um, but I think they did that on purpose. I think they aimed high so that everyone would play it and not be like, oh, this sucks. I'm not going to play them. And then they're kind of bringing them down. Um, they've totally revamped the the ranking system. They've revamped a couple of the characters on their basic cards. And I'm just right back into it. So much so that I had my wife take my computer uh, and create a password on my Blizzard account that I can only play for an hour during the day. <laughs> <laughs> because I would stop, you know, I'm working from home. I'd take a break, and then I'd be like, I'll play for like an hour. And then I'd be like, oh, no. And I just had <laughs> been playing for so long. So I can only play for an hour during the day as like a little break during lunch. And then that's then it locks me out of the account. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I asked her to because today I was just like, I played way too much. So <clears throat> I have to work a little extra tomorrow. <laughs> I admire that self-restraint, though. Is it self restraint? Because I'm making my wife restrain me. <laughs> the the self realization. Yes. yes. Um, I'm trying not not spend money. Um, I spent or not as much money. I'm sure I'll spend money here and there. But I spent five bucks on like a welcome pack. They gave me a whole bunch of free stuff for coming back. Like they really the first one's free. You like pretty hard <laughs> like, like hey you haven't been around in a while here's three packs here's a quest it'll give you another three packs here's another quest and i'm like all right so um then i went to the reddit to be like i'm because i haven't played in a long time so all these new expansions came out i don't have like any of the cards i was like anybody have any uh suggestions and one person was like dust all your old cards get the new ones everyone's like no 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 just go play wild which is the format that all the old cards are viable in. They're like you probably have some great decks and uh so I started playing that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a lot of fun. So I'm back into it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, they've made it less expensive, uh, which is good, but I'm going to try not to spend that much money on it. <laughs> so, Famous last words. We'll catch up with him next week when he's massively in debt. <laughs> they can't afford their mortgage. and Just in the hole. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I played it, when I played it before, I played it every day for two and a half years, and I spent 850 bucks and so what's that that's like cheap. yeah less than ten dollars a month isn't it no yeah, yeah it's it like less it's like a less than like a dollar a day yeah so oh, yeah it's, it's like 50 cents a day oh no 800 yeah. i thought you said 400 something. yeah 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 eight so, <laughs> so it's like more than a than, dollar a day but yeah a little a little more than a dollar a day but I was like, you know what? Someone goes. People. Some people go and buy their coffee every day. Some people go and play the lottery every day. And I was like, overall, I spent less than most people do. 
Um, so <clears throat> everyone has their thing, but I'm trying not to spend that much on it this time. <laughs> so um, then this one, Neil and I played Remnant from the Ashes, but we have a little update on that. Uh, yeah, we were enjoying it, and I would still recommend it as a game if you like challenging shooters, which I feel like are kind of few and far between nowadays, especially one that you can play online with friends and RPG elements. Still highly recommend it. Uh, the problem is, we've gotten to what is the last boss fight, and it was, well, through our first three or four attempts, incredibly hard, and not hard in that we kept dying, almost more aggravatingly hard in that it wasn't hard, but this guy had so much health, we just couldn't make a dent. Like, yeah, we like we could dodge before we got through a 30 second of his health bar. Like, yes. And we were dodging his attacks just by strafing left and right without any running or dodging. So it was just like this, that what are we supposed to do? Buy 1 million ammo packs and just shoot at him constantly. Like we couldn't really figure it out. Until we looked it up and he teleports you to another world from time to time. And that's where it actually gets hard. Like a bunch of like a mob comes at you, a mob of like these these tree monsters. And you have to like leave through the portal. Turns out the more tree monsters you kill, when you leave the portal, you have a certain amount of time where you do more damage to him. So like, all right, that makes sense. So we started doing that and we were doing more damage, but it still was not enough. We never got through a quarter of his health. It was just insane. And so then we looked up another video. Turns out after you do a bunch of damage to him, he explodes and like his basically a, a weak spot is supposed to come out and you can shoot him. And people were getting through half of his health the first time they did it. And that was like, they were like, that's pretty normal. And we could not figure it out for the life of us. So we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Eventually, I just go to Reddit. I'm like looking through, scrolling through, and it's a problem for everybody. The game is glitched. His weak spot does not appear. To which, when I told Neil, my wife Courtney goes, Oh, I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, Are you kidding me? You've listened to it. She was like, Well, I didn't want you to like get frustrated and give up. I'm like, But we couldn't win. <laughs> we can't win. You just want us in this purgatory forever. <laughs> But she didn't really understand that it was like a game-breaking glitch. She just thought it was like a small thing because she did she wasn't playing. Uh, but yeah, it's a game-breaking glitch. In order to beat the boss, we'd have to buy thousands and thousands of ar of ammo packs and just unload into them for probably hours. Yep. So I have deleted the game. If it gets fixed, if I see that it gets fixed, I will definitely re-download it and finish. But as of now, I we can't. It's it's not worth it. We we got through ninety you know ninety eight percent of the game, and I still it's still very fun. I still recommend it, but yeah. uh, until that is fixed, there's no point in keeping it around. Also, my game got really framey at the end through some of the final levels. Uh, got kind of annoying, but other than that, yeah, it was fun until we hit that last moment. And then there's just been some glitches. Like Neil got into the game when we couldn't get into the last level. That was weird. We had to restart. So just weird things. It's definitely not a triple A game, but it's really good. Like I would like for this these the studio to get more money and develop like a sequel that like one runs really smoothly. Yeah. Um highly recommend. Um I let me go through mine real quick. Uh I played a little more Apex, still fun, no new updates. Um, but I think that is kind of a testament to a game that's well balanced. They haven't had to change it drastically. I probably haven't popped in for a month maybe two um and i looked up some notes and they really haven't touched anything uh and people are still really enjoying it so if you like battle royales try that um and then i popped into call of duty warzone which has changed a great deal um and they took what was squads of three into squads of four and i tried to play a game or two and for some reason it just didn't hit me the same way um I know that's me being super picky. I also played it alone, but like most of my parties are three people. That seems like a really good amount where I feel like a trio is there's just something more tactical about it. And especially in a game where you can revive people, like killing one person really hampers the rest of their team. Like downing a person really changes a fight where downing one person on a four person team 
not so much. It still feels like a normal kind of team deathmatch, um, where I enjoyed <clears throat> I enjoyed the three v three aspects of it. That just getting one pick really changed how that team needed to fight or run or whatever. Um, yeah. And I'm sure I would enjoy it more if I was playing it with my two friends and a rando, but that's just how I felt about it. Clinton, you got anything for us? Uh, I've been playing uh, a lot of Minecraft. I uh, joined a server with some friends uh, and have been playing that. Uh, played a bit of Tabletop Simulator. We're going to play oh, nice. uh, on Saturday. Some of us are getting together to play some casino games, play poker and blackjack and some other stuff uh are you guys yeah. gonna like venmo each other money no i think we decided we weren't gonna play with money just in case the game freaks out or whatever but uh yeah i mean we played some dominoes on it the other day and it was a lot of fun uh we played uno for probably three hours on it <laughs> uh but yeah i mean there's other games too just kind of the standard i haven't played much league no. recently though well, woo! Sorry. Did you win a jackpot? That's no. what I was thinking. <laughs> That's my phone ringing. My mom was calling me. She's still Your calling. Mom is calling you. <laughs> um, I noticed that you guys had played. Uh, you were having another birthday call via Discord, and I guess this is technically a video game. But I noticed you had uh, you had found a card game website where you could create your yeah. own. Clinton. Clinton had uh, popped off before that. Um, uh, one of our other friends had a birthday, and there's a. It's called PlayingCards.io, and it has a version of Cards Against Humanity on there. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but if you see it, you're like, "Oh, this is the Cards Against Humanity." And someone kind of created this website where you can play kind of basic card games, and then you can play Cards Against Humanity, and it has like all the basic cards from that, and then you can set up your own. Um, uh card rooms and do your own thing so we set up a like two drinking uh, no i think we did yeah we did two drinking games that we play all the time um set them up so we played irish poker um and you could set it up and have as many players as you want you set little places for the cards and then we played car or horse races as well which is another drinking game we play so oh that's fun yeah so it was a lot of fun you can kind of just go on there and make your own i haven't checked I'm going to check right now while we're doing if those rooms are still open because we, we were wondering if they because we all logged off of it and it was still there when we went back, but we didn't know if it would stay forever. So let's give it a shot. Um, enter. Um, yep, it's all still there. That's really cool. So you can create your own templates for card games and um, save the URL and it will save them apparently. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, I finished Mortal Kombat 10. Yep. It was fun. The final boss was decently difficult, but not like pull your hair out. The story is freaking crazy still. <laughs> um, I also beat Dead Cells. Um, that was a lot of fun. Well, and... you beat one run through of Dead Cells. Yes. I don't know if there's, I'm sure there's more to it, but I got through a run of Dead Cells. Um, yes. I'm sure I'll do more, but uh, yeah, I'm sure there's like a way that you kind of go through and beat. I, whole bunch of new stuff unlocked after i beat one run so it was fun uh yeah i played a good amount of that still haven't beaten a run though um and what was the other thing we got into oh arc arc yep neil and i started playing arc last night um we went to a new island and the my favorite part about the new island so far it's pretty much arc nothing's uh too different favorite thing about the new island is that it's not a beach like we ended up in like a um like a wood wood wooded area and the, we're still by the water but it's like a rocky shore so it's just like a different kind of visual as opposed to like oh this is how every game starts you're on the beach it kind of feels like we're like in michigan <laughs> in a weird yeah. way and um, for those of you who don't know arc is just a basic survival game with dinosaurs yep it's heavily minecraft influenced it's just a little more realistic looking and there's dinosaurs everywhere um except for now there's robot dinosaurs yeah as well uh so i'd say like one out of every 10 is a robot um the graphics look a lot better than they used to uh still has a lot of glitches and stuff like that um but it, it's, it's better 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they've made a lot of improvements to it, but it's still the same game. So are you still locked within a hundred feet of the host? Yes. Yes, on a on a non dedicated server. Um, so you can. It, they made it a lot easier to create a dedicated server. We just need like a third Xbox that no one was using. So. Um, but it's not too bad. I mean, you're never that far away from each other anyway with two people. Yeah. Uh, I think if you got more people, it would be more annoying. Um, and we're just playing with each other. We kind of toyed with the idea of playing online with others, but that game can get pretty pretty hardcore uh, if you play with other people. So one time when I played by myself, I got captured along with another new player, and they put me in a cage with... <laughs> And then opened that when I when they opened the cage or they drugged me, put me in a cage. Uh, when they opened it, I was in an arena and I had to fight to the death with another uh, player with only one spear that was sitting in the middle of the arena. So that's kind of what happens when you play, <laughs> which is a cool, like fun thing to happen in some aspects. But it's like if we want to play like a game for a long time, we want to have it just be us like surviving against the wilderness. So, yeah. More PVE. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Oh, and I'm back into Dark Souls too. Nice. Beat. Got to the first boss I played since my hiatus and beat him on my first try. That felt good. Nice. I keep dropping this pen. I don't even need it, so I'm just gonna leave it down there. <laughs> In case everyone wanted to know. Um, any other games you guys are playing that you want to talk about? We'll talk about some more in the main thing, but. Nope. Nope. All right. Um, let's talk about upcoming games. Tuesday. Well, this is actually in the past. We're a little late today. So Tuesday, April 7th, Below came out for PS4. Wednesday, April 8th, Sharknado VR, Eye of the Storm came out for PS4. Ooh. And tomorrow, Friday, April 10th, Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out for PS4, which a lot of people are excited for. Um, let's talk about news. So the main thing I think probably the biggest news to come out um, is that PlayStation 5 introduced their new controller called the DualSense. So it's kind of updated. It, if, if you've seen it, it's a little more rounded. It's probably the first time that a PlayStation 5 or a PlayStation controller has made like a big visual change. It it's looks not, sexy. It is really cool looking. And a lot of people took that and ran with it because it's actually two, it's a white and black as opposed to previous ones are all just all gray or all black. Um, so it's got a lot of cool stuff you can read about. Uh, adaptive triggers for the L2 and R2 buttons so you can like feel tension when you're drawing a bow. Um, you'll feel all kinds of different, you know, rumble sensations to make it feel more realistic. It doesn't have a share button uh, like the PlayStation 4 does. It has a create button which is going to be the way that you share things. I don't know what else doesn't really have anything else about that really, um, but it's going to have more details on that. It also has a built-in microphone so you can chat with friends without a headset. Um, and oh, they do, I'm sure that'll sound great. Yeah, they did mention here it's ideal for jumping into a quick conversation, but of course if you're planning on chatting for a longer period, it's good to have a headset ready. Anyone, headset, so. anyone that voice chats without a headset is literally Satan. Yes, it's going to be terrible. They shouldn't. I don't even know if they should have put that on there. It just sounds like the controller equivalent of like the next tail walkie talkie button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, there's all kinds of stuff about it on their PlayStation blog. That's where I was at. So check it out. Look at it. it it's I'm it looks really great. It actually looks a lot more comfortable. Um, I per- always preferred the Xbox controllers just because they were a little more rounded and they fit my hands a little better. I always felt like the. PlayStation was kind of stiff and rigid. Um, and this one looks a lot more comfortable to hold. It does. So the buttons look weird. It's it's hard to see on this picture, but they do they do look a little odd. It almost looks like they're inset, but I think it's just because they're the same color and it's tough to see. <clears throat> oh no, they're not. There's another picture. But yeah, I checked that out. Um, and then they this is from Polygon. So Stadia now has a free version available. Um, and Stadia Pro is available for two months uh, for free. So anyone who has a Gmail address, you can have Stadia. And any Google user can have two months of Stadia Pro, which has access to nine games for free. Excuse me. So in getting Stadia required you purchasing the 129 Google Stadia Premier Edition that had the Chromecast Ultra, the wireless 
uh, Stadia controller and three months of Stadia Pro. Um, and then they have, uh, you know, I need that anymore. Um, so the two free months of Stadia Pro give people a Destiny 2, Grid, Guilts, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Quest, Hands of Gilgamesh, Sam, uh, Serious Sam Collection, Splitling, Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, and Thumper. Um, so it's kind of, kind of, they're just trying to bring more people in, I think. So I think that you was really... the plan all along. Was the whole to make time. It, yeah. Because yeah. didn't, wasn't yours called like the Founders Edition or something like yeah. that? Yeah. 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 So Clinton paid so he could kind of have early access. And what has it been? I know you've played it a little bit. Um, what was your kind of uh, take on Stadia? I mean, it's a fun, it's a fun like idea. And if it, when it works, it works well. And it works well mm-hmm. for certain games like SteamWorld Dig. It works fine on. I was playing Guilt, and that was the games didn't impress me, but the I mean Stadia works fine for it. But like with shooters or so like Destiny or like Grid, when I was playing Grid, the racing game, you can really kind of feel the uh, input lag as you're playing, which. I mean, it's not bad, but it's enough to be noticeable, which is enough to be annoying. So, right, especially if you have other ways to play games. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, I played a little bit at your house, and I, you know, we I think we just played like one fighting game for a bit, and it was cool. Um, again, it this is great for this is very cheap, you know. Yeah, um, you just have to buy the game. You don't have to have a console or a computer or whatever. You just right exactly so it's a great way to get into gaming at a really cheap cheap uh price point and especially if they're giving away the two free months you can get those games for two months and uh try it out so um pretty cool pretty cool all right that's really all for news um didn't we get an unfortunate delay this week yeah i i mean we're 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 kind of gonna constantly get delays i think um but I think The Last of Us 2 was right. delayed and uh, Iron Man VR and both were in- delayed indefinitely and they gave out refunds for them if oh. you wanted them. Yeah. Um, so I think just with with the virus and everything, it's really un- it's really hard to say when anything's going to get done. Yeah. So I, I think they just kind of said, hey, if you want your money back right now, especially because peop- some people are going to need that, you know? Absolutely. So... Um, yeah, I think it was a good call on their part. It's supposed to, it's supposed to drag people along and, you know, delaying and delaying and delaying. So once this is all over, I'm sure we'll get more news. Yep. All right. Do we want to take a break or want to just jump in? Let's just jump in. We took a little break. Let's jump in. Uh, this week on Game Goose, our main topic is digital board games. Um, so basically anytime it's, it's not a new thing. It's going on forever. Taking a game. That's usually physical, throwing it onto a digital platform. Been going on for a while. Um, I took the time to play a couple of uh, digital board games. Neil's played a couple. I'm sure we've all played a digital board game of some kind. Um, so I think that there's a lot of advantages. I might be in the minority here. I know people really like physical things. I love digital stuff. I love digital books. Love digital comics and stuff. And buying games digitally um and i know people like to like hold things and feel things and i totally get that part but i think there's a lot of uh advantage of playing a game digitally uh number one everybody knows the rules (laughs) is really great or not you don't know them but you can't break them you know uh so we're one of the games that i got was monopoly both monopoly and risk are very cheap on xbox right now and it's great to just be like oh these are the monopoly rules and these are the rules we're playing by no one can be like, well, at my house, we do this or anything like that. Yeah. Which I, I enjoy that aspect. It'll make those. your Monopoly games much shorter, too. Yes. Yeah, they do all the math and there's like percentages. Well, not even that. If you about... just play by the actual rules, it yes. will make yes. your game yes. a lot shorter. Yes. Courtney and I, when we play together, it usually takes about 45 minutes when we're just the two of us. Uh, Neil's played a couple games with us, and that was, what, hour and a half, maybe? Hour and a half-ish, yeah. Yeah, um, which, you know, people always think, oh, Monopoly takes six hours. <laughs> like, no, not if you're playing the real way, and especially if you don't have to count the money. Yeah. Anything like that. You don't have to, you know, all that stuff. Um, I think another aspect of uh, digital board games I like is what Neil said, that you don't have to do all the counting. There's not the, there's not the setup. There's not the putting away. 
all that kind of stuff um, makes everything go faster. You can't lose any of the pieces. That's really nice. Because <laughs> it always sucks when you get a board game out and you can't do that. And um, depending on the game, it is nice to be able to play with people that are not over, that are not in your home. So, yeah, that would, uh, sure. that would be my one. Um, I, I'm a fan of digital board games as well. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm kind of, frankly, I'm a little surprised there's such a small selection of them. The ones mm-hmm. that I do find are very much like right down Main Street. You know, you get your troubles, your monopolies, your your household favorites. Um, it seems like it seems like a really good market for some more complicated indie board games. Um, cause I'm I, granted they probably lose money on it. Cause a good board game will cost you 60, 80 bucks. Sometimes like Catan, yeah. Catan is 40 cheapest. And I think it's usually 60. Um, but, but I will say what I do miss about it is yes, we're in an Xbox party. Yes. We're talking to people, but I do miss the social aspect not so much the physical, but I do miss being gathered around the table. There's something different yeah. there. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, I'm not, if people come over to my house and I'll be like, oh, let's not get all Monopoly. I have it on the box. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> for, for sure, as far as that. But um, no, I, I do, I think there are a lot of advantages besides the fact that, of course, you can't have like just a classic sit down, no screen kind of experience. I think one of what, maybe one of the biggest pitfalls in digital board games and why we don't see more of them is monopoly is a rare game where you don't really hold on to cards minus like get out of jail free. So there's really, there's no secrecy. If you're playing all on screen, there's no way to hide a card from another player. True. They would, if they did that, they'd have to do a lot of, you'd have to be like, Oh, you can only play with your friends. If you're all on different screens kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Um, I think that, yeah, that's great. You know, it was interesting. It seems like the Switch could do a job, like a better job of that to be like, all right, it's now this person's turn. Hand them the Switch and then they could only see their cards. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be an interesting take on it. Give everybody like a little pin code to start their turn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then Courtney forgets her pin code in round three (laughs) and we have to stop. They've got to send the email. They've got to send the email. She's got to get the activation code again. Um, I think. I mean, like, you wouldn't need that. It would just be an honor system. Like, it'd be like, it is now Courtney's turn. Give her the switch, you know. <laughs> and then if you look, you'd be like, hey, asshole, don't look at my cards. <laughs> um, but I think even that game that's coming out soon, the uh, Clubhouse games, that's going to be kind of like a situation like that, where it's a bunch of board and card games that are digital. Yeah. yeah. So I've, oh. like I said, I was playing with Tabletop Simulator recently, uh, last Tuesday. I don't know. No, it wasn't Tuesday. It must have been Wednesday. No, I don't. I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> we were playing, uh, like I said, Uno, which worked really well. And so, like Tabletop Simulator, if you don't know, is literally just like here's a table and here's a bunch of assets you can put into it, and it's got and they've got like a physics based like engine in it so you can roll dice and you can flip coins and stuff uh but it also has like cards and chess pieces and all those different kinds of things uh and you can add your own kind of stuff into it and you can kind of script things so you can build different board games and uh just things you would do on a tabletop a lot of it is used for just like playing dungeons and dragons and having little miniatures that you can move around and stuff uh, but we found a lot of really cool games. We were playing uh, a miniature golf thing. So it's got like a, uh, like when you move pieces, you can pick them up and move them. Or it's also got like a option you can flick them. So we were flicking these little golf balls across the table, uh, <laughs> playing like a full-fledged mini golf on this game. Uh, it was four of us. It took us a good while to... Uh, to do the full nine or nine holes, but uh, there was still nine more, and we were all just like, eh, like we've been doing this for two hours, like it's probably enough, it. yeah." <laughs> and it was a lot of fun, and we were enjoying ourselves. Uh, but yeah, it was it's it's a really cool and powerful kind of program, which That's is awesome. 
and yeah, it's now a lot what of is fun. This? Is this software I could buy? Is this freeware somewhere? So yeah, I think it's it's on Steam, and I think it's on sale right now actually. But I think it's usually like twenty dollars, uh, or you can buy a four pack for like and give it to people for less. Uh, but yeah, it's and then like in the workshop in the Steam workshop, there's just like games that people have made. So I think a lot of them like the Uno one obviously isn't like a licensed Uno product. It's just right. a, like a mod that someone made. Uh, it's just called One. <laughs> no, it's a, it's all labeled Uno and like oh. all that jazz. But yeah, I don't know how that works. Uh, I'm sure that if like they came after him, it would all get pulled off or whatever. But there's a lot of really like well-known complex board games like doom or not doom what is it called gloomhaven or uh something like really highly rated complex board games are on there uh but then there's also just like go and mahjong and dominoes and just kind of all that standard stuff and like it's interesting because it is like an actual table just kind of floating in space and you can move the camera you can walk around it and so you're playing like first person at this table uh but yeah it's interesting nice um yeah that sounds like the thing we were playing is like a really simplified version of that yeah it's pretty cool i want to see if it's if it's available for mac um i think I don't know if I'll be able to run it but another kind of the hybrid of this well i guess th- there's a game we've talked about briefly on this called uh blood bowl which originally was a tabletop game um <clears throat> and even i i can see walking through our uh, the games we've played together dan how it would be a incredibly complicated tabletop game and definitely. i think this one is definitely a candidate candidate uh, for uh, the virtual aspect improving it. Um, this is a game which is essentially fantasy football, and I mean that in like hyper fantasy sense. Like you got humans versus orcs, and, and there's elves and dwarves and goblins and all it's sorts. It's from of like things. the '80s, isn't it? It's like really old. Yeah, it's, it's an old game. Um, but uh, each character that you would put on this board has, you've got to keep track of all these stats. And I mean, each, it's like, a, it's like a football game. Every character has an offensive stat, a defensive stat, a, you know, how well they throw the ball, how well they keep the ball when they're running. How well so it's they... just a war game pretty much. And you just have different, each unit has its own stuff. I guess football is a war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, you roll everybody. Yeah, every unit has like different things. I, we haven't played it in a minute. We were trying to find time to play it before we did this, but um, yeah. So like your bigger guys, I think they can roll more die, stuff like that. So yeah, and, and each each person has a, a special specialization, mm-hmm. and on top of each character having their own stat, when you line characters up next to each other, their mm-hmm. defensive stats shift upwards or if a character's all alone he's more vulnerable and there's just so much to keep track of i can't imagine running that on a board where in this case you know you you just hover your cursor over someone and you see everything you need to know yeah and the original board game and this game too you level up characters It, it is a campaign based game where your team improves as you go on or your characters literally die and you can't use them again yeah um it's a very fun game. It's still kind of pricey, um, and it's incredibly complicated. You won't know what you're doing for the first two runs. Yeah. It's come um, down in price a lot. It's on sale right now for like six bucks, I want to say. There's a lot of DLC for it. Um, there's a ton of DLC for it. It is only 1v1. Obviously, football yeah. is 1v1. Um, but uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really a strategy game wrapped in a war sports game skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I played three actual, uh, three board game games in preparation for this. I played Ticket to Ride. That was available on Game Pass. Um, I never played Ticket to Ride before, so that was fun. It took me a second to kind of figure out how to play. have you never played Ticket to Ride with us? Never played Ticket to Ride. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I would definitely play with friends. Uh, Ticket to Ride, here's one thing that blows my mind. It is, there is no online play, to my knowledge. There is just play against the computers, which is just seems like such a weird oversight. 
Like that's just like so, not an oversight. Just like that's what bothers me. I think that's kind of a danger with some of the some of the games. I feel like they take games that people know, and they're like, "This is a really popular game. Let's just throw it on a on on you know somewhere." And it's either not done well because I know people buy it anyway, or they do something like, "I don't think people will buy." Like they're kind of. It's almost like they're using it as like an advertisement. Like, oh, you like playing this by yourself with computers maybe you'll like it with friends you have to buy the actual version you know what i mean um so that was a huge oversight but other than that it was fun i've seen in a lot of reviews for games we were looking at is that even ports to consoles end up being like this feels like a mobile game like this is you know it's not polished uh yada yada and i think some of that might come down to who's backing it like we played monopoly which Mm -hmm. was backed by ubisoft and yep. Ubisoft is obviously in the biz and they have an incredible amount of server space, yeah. which I'm sure these, you know, local board game companies who might be doing well in their own sense have no need to have computer servers to, to host online games from all over the world. Yeah, it seems like Hasbro has teamed up with Ubisoft because I, I got Risk and Monopoly. I think it was a total of $11 for both. Risk was a lot of fun. It was just Risk. Um the only thing that was really different, so you have like, you know, you have the map, you can watch the die roll if you want, or you can just do like a quick, like quick fight is what they call it. And they just give you a percentage of if you're going to win or not. Um, so you can do it that way. And then when you fight like these, like, it's like all takes place on like a holographic board, almost like you're a commander watching from afar. And like these holograms kind of come in and like do like you watch like planes come in or the tanks fight each other or like a bomber will come and sweep everybody. But that's like really the only thing that was added to it as far as that. And I like Risk a lot. I bought Risk and Monopoly. I was like, I'm going to play the hell out of Risk. I don't even like Monopoly that much, but my wife likes it. Um, So I'll get that so we can play together. But I'm going to play the hell out of Risk. And man, it's kind of really boring. (laughs) Well, the original Risk is really boring. Yeah. You have collected risks over the over the years and have so many different flavors of it every version of risk i've played is boring really see that's like i I hate hate clue i hate clue oh i love love clue Clue. hate clue i think clue is so boring well you it's because you're not patient enough to solve a mystery dan no it just comes down to the fact of like like i just feel like you're just waiting for the inevitable of of everybody figuring something it's like weird i can't remember Eventually, you're someone's gonna figure it out because they. Well, yeah, win, if, so if everyone's waiting for someone to beat you. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, Clint, what were you gonna say? Well, say if you're you'll, paying you'll... attention, you can. Usually, everyone will be pretty close to the same time. Right, but it's just it just ends up being like, oh, there's nothing that like changes anything. There's no like sw- like flips in the game. It's just whoever happens to figure it out figures it out. There's not really like a mystery. It's, it's not process of elimination. Happens. It's. It, okay, I, I you still yeah, have to be judicial like, like in your clue. questions and like who you're questioning yeah. and what you're asking I guess, them. I guess that's true. I played it for the first when we lived at the apartment. I played it for the first time in a long time, and I was like, "This game sucks." <laughs> I really like Clue. It's Not definitely a, a strategy game, and I think they have Clue on there too. To tell you the truth, I know there's a digital version of that. Um, but yeah. Uh, Risk, there's a lot of really fun versions that I have, and I would love for those to be digital. I actually, I heard there is a pretty fun three version for 360 that I'll have to check out. Um, but Risk, it's it's Risk, it's fine. Um, it, and it it's runs really well. It has like those fun little animations. But other than that, you're just kind of putting your armies down and rolling your die and taking over the world. Then we played Monopoly. I played it with Courtney. She loves Monopoly. She collects Monopoly games. And I was blown away by Monopoly, to tell you the truth. It is the best done board game I've ever seen. Oh, there's a reason it's super popular. It is a it isn't a really fun game if you play it by the rules and like yes. actually play it. It it's fun, but I'm I'm talking about the the work that they put into this Monopoly game. Like it is it has more stuff in it than it deserves. First you can like pick a bunch of custom rules at the beginning if you want. Uh, so you can play different versions. If you're like, oh, at our house, when you land on free parking, you get money. Or if you land right on go, you get $400. You can add that to the game if you want um, right off the bat. Second, they have a, what's called the living board. And it's just like a lot 
it seems like a lot of graphic graphical work went into something that doesn't really do anything like the, every part of the city um like so when you get to like the expensive part that's like the last little line on the board is like beachfront and one part's like a factory and one side's like apartments and there's like people walking around like all kinds of stuff it's really cool and then the music is way better than it deserves to be yeah somebody went all out somebody wrote a real slapper for monopoly (laughs) yes there's there's like about four or five songs in there and they're all great but there's like this one jazz song like this is great song um and it's it's great and you can roll you can roll the die and they roll the die and it hits a piece like the piece will go flying like it like they put a lot of work and it's like man they could have just done what's it called it's called monopoly plus Plus. um for xbox and they just put a lot of work into this game and then so you can even buy for 2.99 i think they have uh different boards so there's a rabbits board you can buy there's a my little pony board you could buy and i can't remember the last board i wasn't interested in any of them so i didn't get it um but they had different boards you could get and then you could play the classic board which have you played the classic board yet neil no why would i well that's what we thought and we were like why do that um because the living board is so cool the classic board is just like super sleek like it's so cool looking um I think the living board's still a little bit better because there's a lot more going on. Uh, but man, even just the classic board just looks super nice. It looks like it's like glass and it's really cool. They put a lot of work into this Monopoly game, which could have just been absolutely nothing. Yeah, dice thrown across a flat virtual board. Yes. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is that sometimes like the buttons like it's kind of like lags on the buttons like i'm like mortgage that property mortgage that property it like doesn't register right away Um, but that's really been my only issue with it yeah it straight up didn't let me do that for a couple today but i was already losing dan's wife is really good at monopoly yes Um, so i let it slide and just went bankrupt the next turn. yeah (laughs) courtney uh when she would go up north with her grandparents this is why she got in a monopoly she play Monopoly with them all the time. And they play like a special way that I really dislike. Uh, so I, I never play with them. Um, but now that this is like the regular way to play, we've been playing. But she used to go up north and she would read strategy guides on Monopoly when she was younger. So she, like, it's funny because she like the die roll roll and she'll know exactly what space you're going to land on. Like immediately, just from knowing where you, she's at or where you're at and what you rolled. And then like, so she knows like what's the best like return on investments what cards will get pulled so that will move people around like she knows all that stuff meanwhile game one i'm still learning that i can mortgage property <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's one thing i never did i never did when we played we never mortgage properties i never understood that or did that um and we never did the auctions which you is have like a, to do the auctions yeah if you don't do the auctions you'll just that's why it takes forever. so long yeah yep yeah so um part of the reason why it takes so long yes but uh it's really fun if you have an xbox right now i'm it might be on sale on a lot of stuff there's a bunch of uh, sales going on but if you can get monopoly plus if you're a fan of that kind of stuff if you're trying to play games with people who you can't hang out with uh really recommend monopoly plus so monopoly plus is cross or it's uh on a bunch of different things but it's not cross-platform yeah so you can't play it with of course but it is uh it is cool it's one of the better board games so i had this one listed this last one listed on my list at least uh it's kind of like a question mark do you guys consider mario party a digital board game are we gonna go back to the party game fight is it a party game it's i think what's the party game fight i think it's 50 50 i don't think you get to include a mini game as a i think the mini game takes you out of uh out of digital out of board game territory unless you can find a way to in real life simulate every (laughs) mario minigame then no it is not a board i think board games are mini games though like hungry hungry hippos or don't break the ice or what's the one where you have to slap the thing and you don't get ice cream cream on your face when you you run away from a prana plant on a giant ball how how are you gonna simulate that i think mario party is a hybrid game yeah i'll take hybrid 
Mario Party game. I will take hybrid. And I will say, with the fun, jazzy music of Monopoly, whenever we were done, whenever anybody had taken their turn, I was like, yeah, minigame time. <laughs> oh, wait, nope, nope, still Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's great about Monopoly? This Monopoly Plus, you can play the actual game with your friends online. You know, you, know, you Yo, can't yeah, do that yeah. with freaking Mario Party. Party. <laughs> That's so dumb. That game is it's super dumb. It's super dumb. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's. That's the first instance I can think of a of a board game on a console. Obviously, um, I mean, yeah, on a console. But I mean, I know that they did board games on PC for a long. Oh PC yeah. For a very. Oh long. Yeah. yeah. They were making those since the eighties, but minimum. But overall, yeah, yeah I played I think Battleship it's, it's... in elementary school on the computer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Battleship is also available. There's also like a Hasbro Family Fun Night. Thing that has like a bunch of games. Uno's on there as well. I saw sorry. The Battleship game I had as a kid, we figured out that they never guessed on the outsides. It would like guess in diagonals across the map, like randomly pick diagonals, but it would end up lining up in like every other line in a diagonal. But they didn't ever guess the outside lines. So we would always just put our ships on the outside lines and then win. <laughs> That's super funny. <laughs> that is. That is a problem with the digital versions of board games, especially True. if you're not playing against humans. Like when I did my first Monopoly run, I just went against computers, um, and they were on normal. And uh, I realized that when you trade with someone, no matter what you're asking for, even if it greatly benefits you, no matter like what the money number is saying, as long as the value is one dollar one dollar higher than what they are giving to you they will accept the trade even if it's the stupidest thing they could do you can just take everything from them because the computer sees this is worth more money than the investment let's do it that's interesting yeah that is a whole part of the games is like if you're playing against ai it's hard to have actual like human thought and strategy so yeah yeah. you can't you can't program unpredictableness yeah there's a better word for that but i wonder if if you make them harder can they start to see the value in other things right like if they're like okay like can the computer think all right he what he's giving me is worth a dollar more but i will be completing monopoly or whatever right yeah i wonder if the harder ones would think that or if they're just like eh, people are gonna play this with their friends anyway yeah it's like nothing yeah I don't know. Um, I know that Ticket to Ride, because I've played that a lot on the computer. Uh, the computer in that has been improved. Because it used to be I would easily, handedly win every single game. Uh, but now it's 50-50 whether I win or not on it. And I've played probably, I don't know, 40 games of it. But Yeah, Ticket to Ride, was, I would like to play it with other people i have a very time. very set strategy <laughs> play and <laughs> sam and nikki hate when we play together that's funny is that why I, you guys why i haven't played with you because you haven't played in years no we play it i don't know we've played it at their new house even but we used to play it gotcha. when they before they moved when they lived on uh the corner there we used to play gotcha. all the time but uh yeah, i never played it I just hoard all the cards until i have every train card that i need to lay out my whole train so I'll have like ninety uh, percent of the cards, so they're just like stuck with like the seven cards they're trading between them. <laughs> That's funny. But don't you lose points if you get stuck with cards? Not if you get stuck with trains, but if you don't complete your, if you don't, right. if you have trains left over. So like if you don't start laying your trains soon enough, you can get right. kind of stuck. Stuck. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking the same thing you were talking about earlier, Neil. Which is why aren't there more board games on on things? And I think it's because board game designers and video game designers. This is a theory. I have no idea. I think they're very different people. So I don't think that uh, there's a lot of video game designers that are like, I'm going to design a board game because then they just probably just design a board game. And I don't think there's a lot of board game designers that are like, this would be better as a video game. 
So I think that well, just I'm, think, I'm just crossover. thinking about ports, though. Not yeah. exactly making a digital board game from scratch. There's so many games I play that I'd be like, man, I'd play the hell out of this if this was a video game. Uh, one great example is Legendary, uh, which is a deck building game that I own and um, have a lot of the expansions for. And it probably takes like half hour to set up and probably 45 minutes to take down. And you have to take down between every game you play. On top of being very difficult to win. So like, <laughs> do I really want to go through all this just to probably lose? <laughs> yes, yeah, against the board. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of games like that where it's like, man, I would play the hell out of that game if I could just do it digitally and I didn't have to set it up every time. But you're, you're also right in the fact that all those expansions are like 20 to $40. And if they made them digital, no one would pay that. No. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, let's uh let's learn some game design and make a video game. Video game board game. So well, we'd have to learn both designs in order let's, to accomplish that. Let's do it. All we got is time right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can get it together, we can finish it, we can make all kinds of money, guys. It'll be our new job. Do you guys remember Moncala? Yes. I used to play that on like it was like a 2000, maybe it was in 1999, like a colored Mac. It might not have even been the colored Mac. It might have been the first gray one. I used to play this shit out of Mancala. That is coming to that uh, Clubhouse Games as well. And Backgammon. That is also coming to Clubhouse Games. <laughs> I learned Backgammon in sixth grade. I don't remember. Something was going on, and there were two. It was me and another kid that... We had to go out. I don't remember what it was. We weren't in trouble or anything, but we would go out in the hallway every day for like an hour and play Moncala or Backgammon or cards or whatever. And I learned how to play Backgammon that year. I never played Backgammon. Is it fun? Backgammon is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I never played. Wait, um, wait. Let's go back to this story. An hour of yeah. all of your school. Was, wait, every day or every yeah, once a week? I, I don't know. I don't remember. I was sixth grade. I don't remember that. I just remember being in the hallway playing backgammon and other games. Your your teacher would just send you out with one person every week. No, no, no. It was me and another kid. It was always the same kid. You were either incredibly advanced or the opposite. <laughs> but if you were the opposite, I think you would have gone to a different classroom. Yeah, I don't. I don't have no idea. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember in math. I I feel like in middle school or maybe early high school in math class there was like a week where we played Moncala. Really, like in about, math. All yeah. about prob- probabilities and stuff. Oh, and I would lose so badly. I was so <laughs> bad at math. <laughs> I was so bad at it. This wasn't for girlfriend. math or anything, I don't think. But I yeah, don't know. I was wondering. I was like, maybe for math. I had a girlfriend who was extremely smart, who was younger than me and was in my math class because I was dumb and she was smart. So we kind of met halfway and uh, would just was always my Moncala partner. And I was like, God damn it. If you weren't my girlfriend, I would never play with you. You just <laughs> kicked my ass. I was like, this is not fun. <laughs> it was not cool. <laughs> All right. Any other digital board games you guys want to chat about before we make go make our own? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm doing it, guys. We'll learn programming. We'll learn game design. You look out for it. Hey, maybe my... we should talk about AI next week. We could talk about AI. I'd be down for that. That's Let's talk about this. Got me. This got me thinking. Let's talk about that after we're done with the show. No, this is for the listeners, too. You, if you guys have any ideas, chime in. Yeah, if you have any uh, episode ideas, chime in. We're, uh, we're always struggling to think of new things to talk about. Um, also, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Check us out, Party File Games. Also, check out our other show. Uh, Clinton, you want to tell them about the other show? Yeah, on Monday nights, uh, myself and some others, we play Dungeons & Dragons. We have a kind of ongoing campaign. We're on our, I think, 20th, 19th or 20th episode this next week. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. We are enjoying ourselves immensely. Yes, yes. Um, you can email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com, too, if you have any questions about our show. Um, and... Check out the other shows. Check out all Party Foul Games content on Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff like that. YouTube as well. You can catch all episodes. 
of Duck Duck Dice, which is the Dungeons and Dragons game and Game Goose and Tabletop Turkey. Uh, so, anything to say before we go, Neil? Uh, I wish I was in the hallway playing Roncala with my best friend. <laughs> Clinton? Our feet, shoes. I saw that. <laughs> Our feet, shoes. No. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Um, you know, if anyone else has anything it to say It was a rhetorical that. question, Dan. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a great week. Stay safe out there. Play some video games. <laughs>